Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 105 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you along with Brendan Escott. This is Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. We will get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing at 125 today. Elite Promotional Marketing wishing you and yours a safe and happy holiday season and a happy new year from Elite Edmonton owned and operated. Drew Shamhorn and his staff. Second hour of orders now is brought to you by Digitex. Wishing you and yours the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour for the horses, horse racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women. Working in Alberta's horse racing and breeding industry, we re-engage Mark Spector as we head off on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. All right, Mark, uh, and again, we'll get to Oilers training camp stuff in about uh, five minutes. Team Canada's performance so far, uh, Slava F- uh, Fedosov, there was a tweet out, I think it was Sla- uh, Slava M- uh, Malamud said that uh, there wasn't one player in Russia that could play for Team Canada. Uh, I don't buy that. But Colson could play for Team Canada. Ask uh, Askarov needs to work on his glove hand, uh, but he could play for Team Canada. But I, I might say there might have only been two. Uh, does that show? I mean, this, this is Canada's got. I guess what's a little scary, Mark? Canada's playing this tournament without their two best kids in the age group: Alexis Lafreniere and Kirby Doc. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they've dominated the tournament to date. Nineteen first round picks. They got some great. I mean, the the Brendan the the Brendan Gooley, uh, Caden Gooley, uh, you know, the Montreal Canadiens draft choice, absolute stud. Like uh, somebody I talked to an executive last night and said, Bob, all their defense can skate, all their defense can take away time and space, and they can all make plays. Like this is a dominate. That said, in a one game event, you know, absolutely the Americans can win. 
What do you take out of uh, Fedosov's comments? Does it speak to perhaps time to give uh, the people at Hockey Canada, which Bob Nicholson headed up for a number of years, some kudos for the emphasis and all those young coaches out there that help develop players for the emphasis on the importance of skill and how it's maybe changed the complexion of how Canada plays? I don't know. I mean, we're no doubt skilled enough. They're, they have lots of skill. There's, I'm not disputing that for a second, but I think what overwhelmed Russia last night was, uh, if we're talking Canadian forwards, was their ability to to back check and steal pucks, you know, coming from behind at the offensive Russians' offensive blue line. Uh, they didn't lose any puck battles. You know, guys like Dylan Cousins, he doesn't lose a puck battle. So, you know, yeah, once they get it, Bob, and, and Canada's on offense and they're in the Russian zone or the opposition zone, they're tossing it around. they got so much skill. It's, you know, there's no – it's unmatched. I mean, 12, every forward's a first-round draft pick on that team. But I think what got to Russia last night particularly was they just couldn't take four strides with the puck on their tape and not have either the defenseman standing them up or the back-checking forward getting them from the other side. There was just they just we just smothered the Russians. Didn't give them a chance to be creative even for a second, and they were frustrated. And Canada was better, and uh, the goaltending in Russia's side wasn't very good. Askarov is a good goalie who didn't play very well last night, and on. And on Canada's side, you know, I don't want to be the guy putting brick in the hole in in Devin Levi's uh, balloon because uh, he stopped everything he's had to stop, man. You can't say anything bad about him. But I would say to you that he hasn't seen any second shots, and it's been a pretty easy position. And we've seen this in the past. Justin Pogge looked like Devin Levi looks, right? Never really played. Jeff Glass yep. looks like De- looks like. Devin Levi looks back in 2005, never really played. Uh, there's a long list of Canadian Team Canada goalies who we thought were going to be fantastic, uh, who it turns out were good, but maybe not as great as they looked. Well, it's funny. I brought this name up yesterday, and I know we have listeners to others now that like other sports and uh, like, like the NFL. Spec, you know Phil Sims and his son Chris Sims was a quarterback. And Chris Sims in the last four NFL drafts has pretty much nailed it for the quarterback position. And one of his theories is he does not overemphasize quarterbacks that come out of schools that have an overabundance of talent. And he doesn't score against quarterbacks that sometimes force balls in because they don't have the same kind of playmakers on the field and they're trying to accomplish something. But they have the arm strength to get balls to a certain place at a certain time. And it's been really interesting. Like, you know, he, he called Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen in 2017. You know, those mm-hmm. guys were those guys were not the top three quarterbacks taken in that draft. But he had Lamar Jackson, number one, who's been an NFL MVP. And he had Josh Allen, who this year might be the NFL. You know, he's going to be in the mix. <laughs> right. He's right? really, right? really good. And, oh, yeah. and, and Lamar was playing at Louisville, which is not, you know, it's been a good, it's had some good moments, but is not a Clemson or, a, you know, Florida State a few years ago uh, when Jumbo Fisher was there. And, and then, you know, Josh Allen played at Wyoming. And had a subpar completion percentage, but he it, it, and and you can sort of translate that a bit to goalies, I think, at times. You know, how do you how do you because sometimes there's goalies that get 45 shots and they look great, but then they kill you when they only get 22 or 23 shots. Like it's That's a true. unique. But the thing I'll say about uh, the Levi kid is he doesn't exasperate the situation when he's in goal. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. He's composed. There's no spillage in his game. And I think that he's giving them <laughs> yeah. he's giving them a confidence, right? And we haven't always seen that sometimes with Team Canada. But I, I do think there's been a tremendous emphasis on skill. We're seeing it come to fruition, and it's been clear evidence in this tournament. Spillage, Bob. You 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 belie your previous life behind a bar when you use that word. I like that word for a goalie. Spillage. Well, yes. Well, we that's for for anybody who used to swing by Moe's Sports Parlor on the south side, circa 1995 till about 2000, either as the bartender or as a patron. Occasionally, there was some spillage in my area. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, that's Askarov, right? There was too much, you know, if we, they're the opposite guy. Uh, there's a total economy of motion from Devin Levi, there's no question. Now, again, that changes when you start to see some second and third shots, right? All of a sudden, it's hard to have an economy of motion when you got to get to the other side, you know, to the back post and get a rebound uh, or whatever. But having said that, uh, Askarov is the opposite. There is zero economy of motion in his game. He's all over the place. Half the time he's chasing his goal stick, which is on the ice. So, you know, I think there's two real good goalies there. It'll, frankly, you know, maybe in, along the lines and along the vein of the old Taylor-Tyler argument, it'll be very interesting to see uh, where these two goalies progress and how they do. And, you know, I'll tell you, Askarov has more tools. He's bigger and all that. But, uh, they're the opposite guy right now. Be interesting to see who makes it and who makes it how far. Well, Askarov, you know, he's come on, he's going to play. There's no question there. All right, I'm going to switch. Well, uh, well, I know. I, I, not if he plays like he played last night, Bob. Yeah, he'll, 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 he'll last get, if he plays like that. The only thing that surprised me is that Cousins went to a deke on the uh, penalty shot because he was getting beat up high. That I mean, if I'm going to like, you know, if you're playing. Where what would you think would be better on a European goaltender, Mark? His feet or his glove? Traditionally, traditionally his feet. They play soccer, right? That's the thing. They play soccer growing up as kids. They have good feet. Uh, well, you know, I, I think we saw Askarov's glove the whole game was pretty average. Even if I know you don't get to put your rebound in on that uh, penalty shot, but. Uh, his glove's not great, so yeah, I would. Hey, I'm not going to tell Dylan Cousins how to handle. He's only this. leading. He's going to win the MVP. Yeah. Like he's, he's he might win the MVP <laughs> yeah. of the tournament. I was just surprised yeah. that that was the shot that he went to. Obviously, he's comfortable with that move. Mark, let's switch focus. Uh, we're getting people saying, "Hey, Oilers now. Let's get to some Oilers stuff." First of all, we need to clarify with everybody: four players. Uh, unfit to play. This is the terminology that NHL organizations have to use as per the CBA before the start of actual games. We need to establish that. And, uh, you know, people say, well, why don't they just say this guy's got co-? that? This is what has been agreed to between the NHL and the NHLPA. The other thing is the player might not have COVID, but might not be able to play because the player might have been near some other guys that did have COVID. So, and the other thing is, a guy theoretically could be nursing an injury as well. At this stage, Mark and me, we don't have a hot clue when it comes to this, other than to tell you that James Neal was in the arena today, uh, which is probably a sign that he's closing in on a potential uh, return. But is that the fairest way to explain it, Mark, do you think? Oh, yeah. As a guy whose career is about you know, finding information and disseminating it to hockey readers. I, I don't like this unfit to play thing one bit. It, it's to me, it's hockey has, I get why you can't divulge when a, a player has COVID. Cause that's a personal 
you know, a, a FOIP thing or whatever it is. But now we've lumped a hip injury or a bad shoulder under the, you know, guy's got a bad shoulder. We're going to say, Hey, he's unfit to play. I can't tell you what's wrong. So I don't like it as a journalist. I don't like it one bit. Uh, but that's the world we live in right now. They're they're using this whole COVID thing to, for you know, hockey is the place that that always gave you that invented the upper body and lower body injury, right? So it's a long tradition in hockey of not telling you what the injury is. This is just an extension of that, Bob, for sure. Why do you think the NFL tells you what the injury is? Because people gamble on the games, and until the NHL gets better at that, you don't want to bet them. All right. Uh, Mark, let's talk about training camp. Yes, a Poliarvi on the ice today. Uh, mm-hmm. Last couple days on a line with Turris and Archibald. We know Archibald's going to play somewhere. Uh, Dave, you know, did a great job killing penalties last year. Not sure that it's going to be, it could be on this line to start. Uh, but that combination of Turris and Poliarvi looks like one that the Oilers will start the season with. And those are two important players for Edmonton, aren't they, in terms of improving the team's five-on-five possession time and getting some five-on-five offensive juice. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I like that description, Bob, of yours. They, uh, I think that having Jesse Pugliarvi with two excellent defensive players is a, is a wise move on Dave Tippett's part, right? You protect. You know, Jesse's got to learn how to play the game here. I think we're all in agreement there. The only contention among fans is: is he going to? Can he learn it? I, I see no reason why he can't. Watching him skate today, you're reminded of the tools that he has hey like what a fine looking hockey player that kid is he's six foot four man he's big and strong and long and lanky his stick seems to go for a mile he skates just great like he just drool over this guy so you know tip it has to figure out how to turn this guy into a player for the orders there's too much hockey player there to let this fail and I think Archibald and Turris are, are two. If Turris has the offensive pedigree. You know, he can furnish Pugliarvi with the right pucks at the right time. And as Pugliarvi spends a little time here learning the game and where to be and how to defend and how to be better five-on-five, five, he has a bit of a cushion that Archibald is a smart, savvy defensive player, and so is Turris. So I think that's a real nice line uh, to put the kid with, don't you? I don't want to read too much. Okay, but towards the conclusion of the eighteen nineteen season, there were days that Jesse looked defeated. Okay, the Pulleyarby looked defeated, and I'm a firm believer that attitude does at times impact altitude. Often impacts altitude. Okay, he's got a smile on his face. Uh, you talked about a fine-looking player. Mark, there were times in his first couple years at Edmonton, he looked like Bambi when he stepped on the ice, okay? Like like he was a little awkward, right? The bigger size. To me, he looks stronger than he did, and, and he probably should be because he's matured another, like, he looked, and I don't want to read too much into it, but he he looked to be a little bit different player and happy to be here. And I, 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 we're only a couple days in. It's not super competitive yet, but I'm intrigued. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I'm with you all the way. And, and you know, again, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we haven't seen him since what was it like February of 2018. But watching him on the ice this morning, I kept my eye on him for several shifts in a row, and 
you know, you just, wow, like, look at the tools that this young man has. Uh, the Oilers are, I get it. They're bending over backwards to unlock the safe on this kid. And I bet you they can, and I hope they can, for their sake and for his sake, because he's a nice young man. I wish him well, but he's got to learn how to play NHL hockey here, and I think he's in the right place to do it, Bob. Mark, did the Oilers catch a break when Wasserman purchased uh, Acme Sports? Oh, because we had Jeff, we had we had sure. Jeff we had sure. Jeff Jackson on the show yesterday. He took absolutely zero personal credit for Poliarvi being back on it. Mark on a two-year deal that dare I say is club friendly. And look, this show's called Orders now. I work for the Orders Entertainment Group. Like Ken Holland, he's seen everything, so he's patient. He didn't overreact to the Poliarvi situation. But part of me wonders whether or not. This got helped from an Edmonton perspective when Connor McDavid's agent suddenly had the Marcus Lato camp be- become part of Wasserman with them. You know what I'm like? Because yeah, now it's sure. like, these are the these are the little things that are, that work around the edges that can make a difference. I think that's fair, Bob. Yeah. Um, I want to say this: that Pulleyarvi has had zero leverage, and I think he accomplished everything he was going to accomplish in the Liga playing for uh, Carpat, right? I think yes. you know, for him to continue over there was, he had his fun. It was time to get back here and figure out the NHL. And and I think that when, if I'm Ken Holland, I'm telling him, okay, we've got a place for you to play. I want you to sign a two-year deal so that you're not always, you know, the, the finish line isn't right in sight. And if he does need to trade him, he's trading a player with a that, that is a known financial commodity. If you know, I'm sure the the shake the handshake deal, Bob, is pull your RV, come back here and play this season. And at the end of this season, if we decide that it's not working out, then I've got you one year left in your deal. You're much easier to trade. We can make a deal. We'll get you a new life somewhere else in the league. I would bet you my car that that's the handshake deal between the Pulleyarvi camp and Holland. There's, that makes sense. I don't often say that about your perspectives, Mark. That, 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 that might, that might be. Hey, there was another guy that I noticed. It looked like he had. A, he was a little bit more streamlined, kind of like a year ago when Ethan Bear showed up. We're like, oh, Ethan's put some time in the gym. And that guy's yep. Evan, Evan Bouchard. Evan Bouchard's body hmm. composition looks a little different. And, look, they got three guys in the right. So like, Bear's going to play. We know that. Two years, two million bucks. Uh, Barry's in here in a one-year deal. He's going to run the power play in the back end at 3.75. Adam Larson's in the last year of his deal. But uh, I have a feeling Evan Bush, it's funny, he might start here, then he might go to Bakersfield, and then he might finish here. But I think that he's going to be, uh, it was intriguing to me to see some progression there as well. Yeah, well, there you go. Like, you know, it's the oldest line that, that players don't, young players don't ascend in a straight line. And, you know, we talk about the things that Pugliarvi has to figure out here. Well, Evan Bouchard's the same. You know, we've all heard the scouting reports that he needs to show more urgency in his game, that he's got to go back and get that get the puck uh, and turn it around and get it going north and make an outlet pass just a step or two quicker because you can't play the game in a rocking chair as a pro the way you did in the old. And it just takes guys, you know, Ethan Bear took a while to figure out, hey, I got to get serious about this. And this is what he'll tell you. I got to get serious about my career. Am I going to be an NHL player or am I going to, you know, fool around down here in the AHL and never really get to my level? And every guy figures that out at a different point. 
there's so much defenseman there in Evan Bouchard, Bob. I mean, there's such a, a, a massive amount of hockey player there. He's got a great shot. He skates well. He's got good size. It's all there, man. And if he felt like he needed to get a little bit better shape and maybe a little bit better mental outlook and be quicker and more urgent. That means he's figuring it out, and that means the orders are that much closer to having the first-round pick that they thought they were getting. All right, Mark, uh, final words going to be on the World Juniors. Mark Spector for the horses of the horse racing in Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Bob, the Americans are missing their best player too, Nick Robertson. That guy must be a Maple Leafs fan because they also don't have Jack Hughes who was the number one pick, even though I would have taken Doc. Uh, some would say the Americans could have uh, used Jack Hughes as well. Spec, make the call. You're saying Canada by three? Yeah, I got a 5-1 Canada tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been, this is like me and the San Jose Sharks, Bob. I picked them to come out of the West for all those years they never did. I'm never going to pick them the rest of my life. Well, I'm tired of telling you Canada's going to get challenged tonight because I've been wrong every time. It's going to be 5-1 Canada. They're going to win this thing going away. Uh, the Americans, I think, have won the last three gold medal games head-to-head against Canada and the World Juniors. I would never underestimate the U.S. in a one-game uh, showdown against Canada. There's lots of variables there. I think it's going to be a one-goal game tonight. Uh, I think you all know, uh, if you're listening to a show called The Winners Now in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, who uh, Speck and me want to see win the game. Mark, Give me awesome. a score. Give me a score, Bobby. 4-3 Canada. 4-3 Canada. Okay. Okay. Speck, Friday, we'll hook up again. A little bit more info on uh, camp, okay? All right, see you at the rink. You bet. Uh, for Horse Racing Alberta, Mark Spector. Speck joins us every Tuesday and Friday here on Oilers. Now, want to tell you, I did. I was unaware of this. Uh, I, I know I mentioned to you that cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Ridge Ford, nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They have extended, has Ford, the year-end event into January, taking place down at Brent Ridge. Great people, great service, fully open and transparent. Let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford lend a hand by calling one eight seven seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Or visit BrentRidge.com. Back with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing when we return on Oilers Now. (laughs) 
This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. We are going to go into NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Wishing you and yours a safe and happy holiday season and the best in the new year. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan S. Scott. Well, we know gold and bronze medal games go today at the World Juniors. Canada trying to top the U.S. Uh, for the first time in the gold medal game since 1997. That is a 7.30 puck drop tonight. Russia and Finland playing for bronze at 3.30. Uh, Seattle Kraken announced the hirings of former Sabres GM Jason Botterill as assistant general manager and Norm McIver as the director of player personnel. Wow. Yeah. NHL also announcing sponsors for each of the divisions. So the Canadian teams play in what's called the Scotia NHL North Division. Then there's the Honda West Division, the Discover Central Division, and the Mass Mutual East Division. Uh, Maple Leafs placing 23-year-old forward Dennis Malgin on waivers today. Marco Dano, Zach Smith both clearing yesterday. And veteran forward Colin Smith has officially retired from the NHL at 31 years old. Uh, he penned a piece in the Players' Tribune uh, just about the mental health struggles he's going through and coming off a double hip surgery. Sounded like he knew that was on the horizon at that uh, point. Is he not from Edmonton, Colin Smith? Pretty sure he is. I'll double check. Yeah. Uh, off to a global news weather traffic update. Still to come. Uh, that's with Eileen Bell. Still to come. Eric Engels out of Montreal. And then we're going to squeeze in our Oilers Now Audio Vault. Get you uh, interesting clips from Zach Cassian, Ethan Bear, as well as Jujar Carrot. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.